Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello, welcome back to the Solo Nick NRL SC Talk podcast for round two of the 2019 season. Uh, it's a podcast you didn't know you needed and you probably don't need. Obviously, my name's Nick, uh, doing this on my own. Sunday nights, you know, quick wrap of the week that was uh, very similar to what we did for round one. I just wanted to say thank you very much to for the for the comments on round one and for the downloads. Um the preview that went in and JT did the normal Wednesday night pod only got 661 more downloads than the Solo Nick podcast. So appreciate that and let's see if we can't get this podcast up ahead of uh, the boys weekly podcast this week. Now, busy weekend for myself. I've uh, been watching March Madness all weekend, so going to spend the next hour just giving you guys a bit of a recap of each of the 40 uh, NCAA games that have happened over the weekend. Nah, just kidding. Just kidding. have been watching a bit of it, but obviously this is an NRL Supercoach podcast, and that's what we will discuss tonight. Uh, coming off a bit of an injury today myself, a bit of a winding at Wet and Wild on the uh, Super 8 Aqua Racer, bit of air bit of winding, lower back injury, but I'll push on. I don't think I'll be out for too long. It's probably just a, you know, might miss training this week, but I should be good to go next week. Week one, what did the Duffelbag boys score? Uh, ended up with a 10-16 in week one, uh, which was good enough for 6,380th. So not a bad start. Not a bad start to the season, to be honest, for the boys. Um, no trades, didn't make any trades this week, was tempted by a couple, was looking at Host, was looking at Burns, um, you know, tempted, but like I said, managed to managed to avoid the temptation and didn't make any trades, which I think turned out to be the right decision. Uh, as of right now, I'm sitting on a 12.06 for the weekend, which gives me a total score of 2.222. After two weeks, which I think should be pretty good, I think it might get me close to that top thousand, uh, which will be my best start ever. So, pretty happy with that. Could have been a bit more. Should have been a twelve fifty um, reserves. You know what it's like. Was tossing up today uh, on my reserves. I had Ghana, Kieran, Brown, and Mahoney. Uh, basically, had to pick three of those four. Uh, I had Napper as well, but I was never really intending on selecting him uh, and obviously should have played Brown over Kieran. Would have given me another 50-odd points, which would have pushed me up over that 12.50 mark. But 12.06, total points 2.222. We'll see where that ends up after lockout, I suppose. (laughs) There'll be some updates and down dates, as I'm sure, uh, as there always is, especially last week. It was up and down, up and down, uh, until eventually we all got our final scores just after lunchtime. Okay, let's let's break it down like we did last week. Hits, misses, 
uh, some other players, and then some injuries. I've only got a couple of injury notes. I'm sure that I've missed some here. It's been a bit of a busy weekend here at home, but um, I'll cover a few and, and feel free to add any that I've missed in the comments. Uh, so the hits for my team this weekend, Captain Cook, Thursday night, straight captain. Uh, even Tan, not sure if he's going to keep all those try assists, but see what happens. Uh, that was a good start to the weekend alongside Murray's 71 in the same game. Uh, next couple of hits that I had there to keep the momentum going was Jairo, 111 with two line breaks. Really good, uh, really good score there by Arrow. Just looked great. Just beasting at 28 runs, 23 tackles. Huge game there from Arrow. Uh, in the same game, Nakora, even though he only played the 64 minutes due to a HIA, 91. He's he's just looking looking like he's going to be an absolute animal this year, which is excellent. Gerbo for the year for the um for the week with an 81, solid score there. Gutherson today, 79. Really good score there from Gutherson with some attacking stats, which I really, really liked. What did he have? He had two tries, a try assist, and a line break assist. So really good to see Gutherson back there. Uh, and Sean Lane, 75, crashed over for another try, as he always does. A couple of guys on my bench this week who scored really well. Flegler from the Broncos came out 37 minutes, made the most metres out of any other Broncos forwards and scored 59 points, which was huge. Garrick, 66, few of those points in junk time, but you'll take it. Should see a good price rise if he can get selected again this week. Napa, out of nowhere with an 89, um, looked very unconvincing in round one, considered trading him to be honest, but 89, no, he scored a try, but still very good score there for Napa, and, and thankfully it was the second week and not the first week, so it'll stay in his price rise for an extra week, so he's going to see some good increases. And Dylan Brown from Parramatta, 72, look, just looks the goods, looks the goods, does the youngster, uh, and, you know, it, it looks like players playing the Bulldogs uh, are really a must-have because the Bulldogs are just a shambles at the moment, an absolute shambles. Uh, some of the players that I avoided this week, I didn't get on the host bandwagon, which I'm happy about after he only scored 22. Uh, I didn't get on Gillette in the end after he so he came back with only a 37 this week in reduced minutes. He only played 56 minutes this week. Still made the 31 tackles, but only the seven runs to go with that. So not a must-have by any means. Uh, Orbison, look, he was a bit he was a bit affected by the the reshuffle of the Roosters, but we know that that happens to Orbison. He's a utility, can play anywhere, and often gets pushed out to the centres. And as a result, only scored 21 this week, which is not ideal, uh, especially for those who brought him in off the back of a strong round one performance. And then Mitchell Moses for Parramatta. A few people bringing him in this week again off the back of a strong round one outing. Uh, avoided that. He scored 37. It's not the end of the world, but when your team's toweling up the dogs 36-16, if you can only score 37 with no line breaks, no try assists, no line break assists, no force dropouts, um, you know, kicked six goals, which is worth, what, 24 points, so... You take the goals off him and he scored 13, which is just ridiculous. The try assists came from Salmon, Mahoney, Ferguson and Gutherson. So Mitch Moses, trap, 
massive trap. Misses. Uh, who did I miss this week? Uh, Ravalawa from St. George, 12 points. Don't know. Don't know what's going on there. Thankfully, he wasn't in my team, but still, horrendous score. Uh, Ponga is the other one. 47 this week. Not, not, uh, not a disaster, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to take a look at him. I'm going to take a look at him this week, to be honest. Uh, a lot of money to be paying for a bloke who's going to be scoring 50s each week. Uh, and I'm going to see what I can do there in that 5 position. Um, I don't know how long he'll stay at 5'8". You, look, I'll probably trade him, and then the next week after that, he'll go back to fullback. But, yeah, I'm going to take a look at him. Uh, missed out on a couple Burgess, 128. Huge score by Sammy there on Thursday night. Um, traded him out sort of a couple of days before the season started for Madison, which hasn't turned out to be the best move. Madison only scored a 51 this week, although he did play the 80 minutes, and he might upgrade a little bit. Uh Sammy's looking good there. He had a, a bunch of attacking stats this week, including tries and line breaks and try assists and all sorts of stuff. So could be the one that got away there, and I might look to, to jump on Burgess because Souths look really good early on in the season. And Braden Burns, I'm, I'm not sure what to do with Braden Burns. Backed up a strong Week 1 performance with another strong score in Week 2, 72 points, including a try, a line break, and a forced dropout. Uh, but even his base stats, he had 13 hit-ups, 9 tackles. So, you know, he's sort of about... And if you include tackle busts in that, he's close to 40 points in base with the try on top of that. Um, playing in that centre position, you know, Bennett's earmarked him as, as saying he thinks that's his best spot. So, um, um, yeah, I think he'll be a very popular trade-in this week. Uh, and I'm not... Uh, I would not be adverse to trying to make some moves to bring him into my team and, and obviously would recommend anyone else to do the same because he, he does look really good in the first through the first two weeks. Uh, some other guys who I thought are relevant just to mention briefly. Uh, obviously, I don't have Michael Morgan, who scored in the teens. Uh, you know, after Wenin was banging on about him all pre-season and all round one after he had a half-decent game. Uh, came back round two, had a shocker. And Tao Malolo, only 18 points, uh, suffering that MCL injury. Looks like he's going to be out for a few weeks as well. Uh, not ideal for Tao Malolo owners, of of which I am not. I just wanted to say, though, that the, the banner curse is in effect, but the banner curse does not like injuries. The banner curse just wants low scores. We, we don't want injuries. We don't want players getting injured. So it's very unfortunate there for Tao Malolo. Not something that we wanted to see happen uh, and not... not something obviously the Tabalolo owners wanted to see happen. So let's see what the news is uh, out of North Queensland when they name their team on Tuesday. Rapana came in for a season debut and could only score 24 points. He'll, he'll drop in price at some stage and, and might be worth a look. 24 from Milford as well this week uh, with a forced dropout, a field goal and a try, try contribution. So very poor score there for Milf. TPJ, on the other hand, 67 from only 46 minutes. Obviously included the try and the line break, but just looked really strong with every carry. Only had the 11 runs, but five tackle busts um, to go along with 14 tackles. TPJ, if he can 
If he can nail down that starting spot, he's worth a look. But the minutes at the Broncos are a bit of a toss-up at the moment. Obviously, Matt Lodge is out suspended. But off of Hengawe, he only played the 49. Flegler got 37 this week, like I said earlier, after only getting maybe 10 in the first week. And Jaden Sewer played 40. Uh, James Roberts uh, went off early in this one. And, and Staggs moved out to the centres as well. So... It's a bit all over the shop there. Glenn and Fafita both played the full 80, but scored poorly. So TPJ, one to monitor going forward. Connor Watson from the Knights could only manage 13 points. Did have a HIA, though. Um, although, sorry, but that might be incorrect because I think he played the full 80 minutes. Might have just taken a knock early on, but his his price is, is due to drop after that score. Uh, on that same same game, Gladsby... 29 only in 34 minutes didn't actually see this game but I presume there must be some sort of injury there for him to only play 34 minutes Um, but Clemmer is the really interesting one 66 points this week 63 minutes to go along with a really good score in round one 20 hit-ups and 28 tackles Uh, Clemmer's worth a look he is worth a really really long look in your front row, he could be a keeper. He is, he's looking like being a keeper at the moment. In that similar mould again, in that same game, actually, James Tamo, 60 points, 56 minutes, 40 tackles and 14 runs. So Tamo's done it again. Similar base stats to last week. Tamo, Clemmer, they're both going to be really popular this week. I'd much prefer Clemmer, to be honest, out of the two of them. Um, but yeah, let's... Let's take a look at them during the week, but they are they are going to be popular, both of those two. Uh, Ferguson, 119 points today with a bunch of attacking stats. Just looked awesome, led Parramatta to victory. Two tries, a try assist, two line breaks, 17 runs, 15 of them over 8 metres, just a beast. Kieran Holland, 27 points, again in the same game, full 80 Two goals, so eight points from goals, so 19 points. Otherwise, he's just he's just a disaster. Anyone who jumped on him as their second hooker, he's got to go. Uh, Moylan, Moylan had 62 points. Did pick up a knee injury, but played out the full game. Try assist, three line break assists. Moylan's worth a look. He is looking good in that fullback position. Victor Radley, on the other hand, 28 points in the Roosters. Now, I know there was a couple of monsoons in this game but with Jake Friend out Radley played 78 minutes at hooker 27 tackles two runs one tackle bust and one try contribution uh that is just horrible 28 points I was keen on Radley in the preseason luckily got talked out of it by uh Wilfred and went in amongst others but um yeah Radley's got to go he has got to go Right, the last game of the round was this Sunday night game. West versus Warriors. Unfortunately, my boys got absolutely pumped by West. They looked a team that looked really good. Led by Farah, 117 points off the back of a try. Three try assists, a line break and two line break assists. Uh, about 40 points in base. Farah's looked uh, obviously very good to start the season. And if you compare Cook... So if you can pair P-A-I-R in your team, Cook with Farah in the hooker position, um, that could be set and forget. He's playing 80 minutes under Madge Maguire, and he's 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 looking great. 
Jacob Liddell's injured. Uh, I'd have to check exactly when he's coming back. Someone can probably let me know that as well. But I'm going to have a look this week at trying to turn Reed Mahoney into Robbie Farah. I'm concerned about Mahoney's base stats. He keeps getting the attacking stats, but I don't like the base. And I'm going to try turn him into Farah this week somehow. It might be a, it might be a downgrade. Try and get Braden Burns in, make some cash there, and use that to turn Mahoney into Farah potentially. From that same game, because that's the last game that I'll cover, and I, that's the one that I haven't actually written down any notes about. From the Tigers, Madison played the full 80 for 51. Garner only played 69 minutes for 45. Cheekam came on and stole a try and a line break that, sh- you know, in exactly Garner's position that would have been his if he was on the field, which would have pushed him up over 70 again. But 45 points in base is solid. Hopefully he updates, you know, to potentially 50 or so. Uh, on the Warriors' side, RTS was okay. Try assist, line break assist, 53. Kieran, obviously a disaster. 19 points uh, off the back of a great debut performance last week. Just couldn't get into the game. The Warriors were just dominated. Uh, the conditions were not ideal either. It was raining quite a bit out there at Campbelltown, but disappointing from Kieran. Isaac Luke, 21 in 67 minutes. That's just horrible. Lachlan Burr, 34 points but played the first 30 minutes and then disappeared. Um, you know, I've said all preseason that I thought he was a, a sort of 35 to 40 minute per game player in the front row rotation. Uh, and I think with Papali now back, Papali would take that starting spot and Burr will, will play that sort of 20 minutes either side of half time going forward. So he'll still make some cash, but he's not an option for your 17-man squad. At the moment, uh, much like most of the rest of the Warriors, Marmalo somehow managed three line breaks and a try to get a decent score. But aside from that, the Warriors were just atrocious tonight and didn't. And the West Tigers deservedly top of the table with Parramatta second. Who would have thought? All right, like I said last week, short and sweet. That's it. See you next week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.